Welcome back, everyone. This is your host, Michelle, at the Mystic Mindcast. How are we doing? Welcome to the channel. Today's episode on Full Talk Chat, we're going to talk about something that I have talked about before. When I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it again. Why not? Because I feel sometimes you just have to bring awareness. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Where do we start? Well, let me introduce myself. If you don't know me, name is Michelle. That's like, let me show you, me show. And I have been a photographer, well, for many years. But I've only been a intent portrait photographer for the last four years or so. Which means I have shot with many many people i actually looked at the, i looked back at the list and wondered to myself man that's a lot of people and not just a lot of people but sometimes i've shot a few times with one person so that adds even more and so i gotta you know i've built this reputation and people that have shot with me and know me they know that I am extremely professional, but I had to build it, right? It didn't just come out of nowhere. And you gotta, you gotta think that I do various genres, various styles, boudoir, glamour, you name it, fashion. And I'm sure others will come to head, uh, come to my mind. But the point is, and all that, I would say. 99.9% of my subjects have been female. And no, I know it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter if male or female, right? But because I'm a male, I take extra care to be as professional as possible. And not only that, because... Being a photographer is one thing, and I there's, I mean, there's a segment I'm going to talk about because it it really it really bothers me. But first, I'm going to tell you a story about a model I shot with. I shot with her a few times actually, but we shot probably it feels like three months, three months ago. We shot and. Uh, Prior to shooting, she tells us this um, character, which will remain unnamed, character, entity, person of such and such organization. I don't know if they're official organization, but it doesn't matter. She tells us because i'm with another another fellow friend of photographer at the time and we're, we're doing a co-shoot basically for the same reason she tells us that this guy for the we'll just say character that we are collabing with by the way out of state we don't really know this person but I'm kind of jumping over all over the place, but the 
point is, she tells us this guy, this character is like, you know, um, he's in my DMs and he's in vanished mode. And in case you don't know what vanished mode is in Instagram, especially, um, it's kind of like Snapchat. You set it and then your messages disappear so you can't prove, you know, what the other person said, right? So this person is in her DMs in Vanish mode, just being as unprofessional as all get out. Um, basically makes advances to her and she tells this character that, hey, I'm married and she's married. This is a fact. She's married and tells him to back off and he just keeps going. And this is like twice, two separate occasions. And so it left a bad taste in my mouth for the shoot because this was the whole reason we were doing the shoot was kind of for that. And it was like, well, damn, what do we do now? At least that's what I was asking myself. I was like, well, so I guess we got to, for me, it's got to be another reason because I just, I'm not, I'm not cool with this. I'm not cool with the fact that this dude is saying the stuff, you know, and it's not the first time. So it's not only her, but it was a few other people. And the guy was like basically advancing. It turns to harassment, especially when somebody talks about it. When people start complaining about you doing more than just hitting on them, then it's a problem. And it was a problem that as a group, we had to deal with this. So when I say a group, not it wasn't just the model the photographer and myself but so the photographer and myself and there's a few other photographers and models involved but we basically we created this group in fact the only reason why we created this group in the first place was because a model that we knew Actually, I didn't personally know her. I knew her from a friend. She was a friend of a friend. Uh, someone I had shot with, her friend. And she got raped at this so-called fake shoot. Anyways, I think I already explained those things in another, in another podcast. But the point is... We created this group basically for accountability, responsibility, and for safety purposes. That was it. A safe place for both models and photographers, male or female alike, can come to collab, create. And that was basically the premise. We call it the Adventure High Crew. High Crew. 
I want to say group and crew at the same time, but the Adventure High, which is like Hawaii crew. And ever since then, our numbers have grown as far as quote unquote membership. We created that group for that purpose. And thankfully, I haven't heard any bad stories. Though, and I will kind of explain to you a little bit more about the group. But going back to the guy that was making these, these advances in vanish mode toward, to this model, it was more than just being hit on. And so he kind of explained like how the dude was kind of like being like shady, you know, like in vanish mode. And even after she telling him that she was married, he just kept going. And I guess because the whole point was, the whole point of the shoot was, it was, it was like, um, I'm trying to figure out a way to say it without saying it. I'll just say promo. It was for a promo. Not even a legit company. Well, not as far as I know. It was supposed to be a collab because I was getting paid. It was to get, you know, known, to get out there. And so as a group, we talked about this. I think we actually brought it up before the shoot. And now we have another person that's involved in this whole thing. So like two or three people that this guy was DMing. And I was just like, oh, fuck. What, where, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> you know? This is kind of the reason why we're doing the shoot. We got this guy. I'm probably pretty sure I've talked to the dude, but not like in a non-business sense. Not that there's any business because, like I said, no one's making any money, right? But that's besides the point. The guy is acting like this high school kid. And granted, I didn't have IG when I was in high school. I didn't have anything like that. Well, I had Yahoo Chat. So that will tell you a bit of my age. The way... And at this point, it doesn't matter. Now it's more of like... We have a few complaints about the same dude at this place. This, and they're not even in the state, by the way. They're out of state. So, it's really funny because I originally I was supposed to do this as a YouTube thing. And I decided, well, I can't be very visual with this. You'll just see me and my face and I'll just be like, yeah, hey, how you doing? So I brought this as a... I decided to create this as a podcast instead. Because it will live on in the podcast universe. But... So, first year, I told the model, you know what? It just really bothered me. And... I was like, you know, I can't do this anymore. 
we were supposed to, not just me, but there was a few of us that was supposed to collab with this, this so-called entity, right? We'll just call them entity. I know I said character, but the character is the person. The entity is the company or organization this character is a part of. So I have no qualms with the entity, but I can't deal with the character anymore, which is a part of the entity. I see him as one and the same. And me, January 1st, sometime a little bit after that, I was like, you know, I told the model, I can't do this anymore. I'm not going to collab with this group because I'm like, this is, you know, this is wrong. I, I, when it comes to ethics, it's like, I, I can't, I just can't do this. I, mean, I got to stand up for something, right? I, I got to draw a line. And that was it. I drew the line. I was like, you know, I want to do this last thing. And that was the last thing we actually worked on. I just had a hard time doing the photos because it was the last thing. Finally got the photos out. I was like, you know what? These photos are nice. And the very thing that kind of held me back from producing these photos was that. Yes, it, it, it upset me quite a bit. Like I said, it wasn't just a guy, you know, hitting on somebody. He was doing a lot more than that. Harassing. He was harassing her. And I was like, you know, I told her, like, you know, I'm going to give put the photos up. I'm going to send them the link or whatever, and they can do what they want to do. I mean, I'm not getting paid. No one's getting paid for the shoot. The only thing that we really get out of it is exposure. And I almost decided not to. I was like, you know what? I'm going to find some, someone else. And I think I will because I think they ended up stopped talking to me anyways. I haven't heard anything. So I was like, well, fuck them then. <laughs> I'm serious. Look, I mean, it's one thing. And... The thing is, it didn't matter. It doesn't matter if we got paid or not. But the point is, the dude was very unprofessional. Extremely. The model just wanted some exposure. We collab. We all came together for a collab session. We knocked it out. And the other photographers said, well, fuck it. I'm going to post my photos. Because it was basically my shoot. Co-shoot, whatever you want to call it because I was going to be representing that model. And uh, it didn't work out. I decided, you know, I, I'm not going to do this. Find somebody else. And I still intend to do that. I haven't really, haven't really gone back to do that because they've kind of been drawing this thing out for so long. And the photo's just been kind of sitting. So I decided, well, fuck it. I'm going to put the photos up somewhere and worry about it later. I guess you can figure out that it was a publishing organization that was uh, doing this shit. Well, maybe I say not the organization itself, because I don't know if 
there's more than one person. If there isn't, then it's one person and they're one and the same, right? As far as I know, it is it is one and the same. So I don't want to work with someone or something that's like that. I'm not that kind of person. Which kind of leads me to my next point. Which it is pretty disgusting. What am I talking about exactly? This comes as a time when a certain photographer decides to show up back on the island. I will not name names, but I'm sure if he, and I know who it is, if he decided one day, hey, I'm going to listen to this podcast, it probably won't happen, but I'm going to throw it out there anyways. So... I say that when I have a reputation, I have a very good reputation. It's so good, in fact, that I have never, ever slept with any of the models that I have shot with. So I can play that game. Never have I ever slept with any of the models that I have shot with, ever. And not to say that that's a bad thing. If you're a photographer and you want to do that and the model wants to do that, go for it. My thing is, I don't like to cross the streams, as the Ghostbusters like to say. Don't cross the streams. What I mean is, I like to keep the professional life and the personal life separate. And yes, does it cost me, you know... A relationship here and there? Perhaps. But I am not doing this to date models. That's not my purpose. I figure if I ever decided to do that, then it would kind of be a um, conflict of interest. Meaning if something bad happens, not to say nothing Something bad would happen, but let's say, you know, we we had a falling out. And it would just, it kind of goes back to that, the story about the model saying the guy was saying, harassing her. And it just left a bad taste in the mouth. And I don't want to be like, photography is very therapeutic for me. And the last thing I need is for something bad to happen or something that linked to that to be the thing that I hate. And so I'm not doing photography because of that. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Anyways. You hear these stories about these guys. It's not everyone. It's not everyone. There's a lot of really good photographers out there. But some, their purpose in life is to bang every model they shoot with or try. 
or die trying. Whatever that may be, whether it's the guy that's, you know, he ties up his models in Shibari. I love Shibari, by the way. I love the art form. But there was actually a couple. There was a couple of photographers that did this. And so the story goes, and this is for each of the models, by the way. I'm sure there's more, but there's only two that I know of. So after tying up the model, of course, the model was in a very compromised position. They can't do anything. They're tied up, obviously. The photographers proceed to touch them inappropriately. So, if you know anything about Shibari and that sort of lifestyle is that their consent is paramount. Both consent and trust are extremely paramount. And I know this because I know people that do this sort of thing. Not that I've actively participated, but I do know that the community is very adamant about both consent and trust. And if a model complains about it, that means that that consent was not given. That trust was not there. It was lost. It, I mean, you, you can't do anything other than that. It's just, that's, you know, you've lost, you've, you've done something you should not have you know and so these particular photographers we have blacklisted and we keep telling people models that hey this dude dudes have done this in the past there are a couple of complaints and we should let you know that that's kind of a big deal to us. If it's not to you, fine. Take the risk. I mean, granted, the photographers do great work, but that's besides the point. The professionalism is not there. That's rape. I am pretty sure that is a definition of rape. And I won't really go into, oh, why the model decided to post photos anyways. But if you're a model, don't do that. Don't post the photos of the person that touched you inappropriately without your consent. That doesn't give a good message to everybody else. You know, it's one thing if you put a photographer on blast for doing that, but not telling people is the same as being complicit but that opens up a whole nother can of worms i'm sure but yeah so that happened the reason why i bring that up is because it it, it paints a very bad picture for a lot of people i know more photographers that are great They've never done anything. There's never been any complaints. Maybe 
that, oh, you know, photographer A takes a little long with his photo edits or whatever. Or maybe photographer B is bad with their communication skills. Yes, I've heard that. But I can't say that I have, well, I used to know one person, but I only met them once. I didn't really know them. Anyways, we won't get into that. But the photographers and the friends that I know, they're good people. They would never do such a thing as that. And I hope that remains true. The thing that I would like to get across to anybody, because I hate it, I hate it. And I know most of the time people are, are joking. Maybe they're not, I don't know. But they assume that I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm neck deep in Poontang. That because I shoot so many models that I just get it every time. Like, no, I do not. And I don't like when people think that I am because that's, that's wrong. It, it wrongs every person that I have, you know, that's trusted me, that we've had equal trust. And I never admit to, to doing anything like that, ever. It's just wrong. But to think, some people to think that, I kind of wonder, like, what the hell, right? And again, I know people are joking, like, you know, mostly it's guys. Like, females never say that ever. It's always like, you know, a, you know, somebody I know is a guy and he, he says, oh, he must be. No, no, it's not. It's not like that. Professionalism 24-7. Because your reputation is, that's, that's it, right? It takes one thing to fuck your shit up. And it may be something small. Hell, you may even have a, um, an irate client that's just irate because whatever reason. And next thing you know, your shit's all over you up. It doesn't even matter. If it's legitimate that you've effed up something, well, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. If it isn't, then maybe you can fight it over, you know, whatever. People fight stuff like this all the time. Welcome to America. You got all kinds of crazy lawsuits for some crazy bullshit. But if it's legitimate... And you're doing this stuff. It's going to come back to bite your ass. And I hope. I hope. That that shit fucking just. Shuts you down. Because you don't deserve. To be one of us. I don't give a shit if your work is good. It's not that good. To be like oh I'm going to touch. I'm going to touch somebody inappropriately. Because I can. No. Nope. And that's the reason why we formed this, this group here in Hawaii. We're not the only ones. There are more like it. But for the most part, the, the goal is the same. To have a safe and creative and open place where you can 
collab and be creative and just be cool <laughs> you know there's no reason to be a horn dog and you know i want to just bang every fucking model that comes your direction like like i said that's not my purpose i have it's not my reason to do this if it was i'm doing a horrible job <laughs> like for reals legitimately doing 100 percent horrible job <laughs> now granted if i'm being 100 percent honest there's very few women that i have shot with that are kind of like on that that on my radar when I say radar, they're like, we, we get, we're very much in sync. And much of the time, those models are muses. Now, it's not to say that any model, any other model that's worked with me is any less. I'm just saying that we, you know, like when you work with somebody and it's just like, everything is just so smooth, Right everything doesn't doesn't matter it's like something could go wrong but it's still everything still lines up and you end up getting the best photo shoot ever and that's only really happened a few times no i'm not saying that most shoots that i do end up being shitty no no no, no. most of my shoots are good but i'm talking about exceptional like the model and myself we just we're in sync and it's like oh that that's, that works out that's perfect and next thing you know we're shooting three to four hours it happens very rarely but it does happen that those models i would consider if i ever wanted to establish a relationship of some sort that would be the criteria <laughs> I'm serious. But going back to professionalism, I don't do photography to date. And if you do, that's fine, whatever. You know, everybody's got their prerogative. But I don't. You know, maybe one day, I'm just thinking forward, but maybe one day I'll meet somebody like that. Maybe we'll hit it off. Until then, no. <laughs> you know, I'm. I just. I prefer to keep those things separate for now. Until the time comes where. Then it becomes a different issue. It becomes a different. It's, but again, I think, and I believe people should keep the professional and the personal thing separated, regardless. But yeah, you're gonna have feelings for the person you're having professional life with, right? So. That comes with challenges. I get it. Until then, I prefer not to dabble. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Because, guys, you know, I've done so many. Well, I've done a few dating podcasts, right? And it's not as easy as you may think. To have a relationship and to maintain a professional relationship at the same time. Because they each need their own 
TLC, right? And uh, before I start talking about relationships and dating and all that, just remember, though, like, I don't, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. <laughs> That's all I want to, not that I have to prove that, but, you know, maybe somebody will listen to this and be like, you know, I thought he was, I was, I thought he was getting poontang every day. <laughs> Shit. No, but seriously, though, I'm not that guy. And I, nor, nor would I want to be that guy. I don't want to be that person. It's a shallow way to live. That's why. It's so shallow. You know, it's one thing to have a relationship with somebody that you might work with, okay? And then there's another thing that's only reason is just get your dick wet. Like, come on, dude. Really? 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 We're in high school again? There's always younger. There's always a younger motherfucker. So I get it, bro. I was there. But I wasn't I wasn't that crazy though. These guys, same guys that bring this this chip on the shoulder on the dance floor and think they can show out and all this stuff. Like, okay, Mr. Peacock, <laughs> go for it. If you want to be the alpha male, go for it, man. Not that it matters, because she's taken anyways, and I'm just dancing with her because she's my friend. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those kind of people. And I hate to say that. I really do. And not everybody's going to think the same way. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But I got to I gotta maintain a level of professionalism. Because that's who I am. I had to build that up. That's not something that I, I take lightly. I don't take it lightly. And nor should you. Look, my thing is, when you get older, it becomes a bigger deal. Because those women you work with, they become more than just a model. They become your sister, your mother, you know. And as a male, as a friend, as a photographer, you start thinking about those models as your, as kind of like your sister in a way, or a really close friend. And the stuff that they go through, bro. I've had female roommates. I've probably had female roommates actually longer than I've had just male roommates. And the stuff that my roommate used to tell me about how guys would gawk at her all the time, even even when we're doing a photo shoot, and these guys would do this stuff, like, bro, grow up. Yeah, she's good looking. Get over it. It's just crazy. It's crazy how some people are. Like, they lose their shit when they see a woman as an attractive woman. Like, they go nuts. Like, we in high school, bro. I get it. in high school, our hormones are raging, and we're young, you don't know what love is, we just, we think we do, you know? But we see a grown-ass man doing the same shit, you gotta wonder about that person. 
It's something some people don't let them grow up. As always, I'm gonna bang that chick or I'm gonna think about it or whatever the fuck. I don't, I don't give a shit what you do. Don't do it around me. That's all I ask. <laughs> you know? I'm being real, 100%. I thought I had more to say on this, but I think I, I think I drove it home. I hope I drove it home. I mean, I. The only other thing I can say is that I did this this presentation a while ago. Not even not even a while ago, but maybe about a month and a half ago. So a month and a half ago, I did this presentation about how uh, basically sexual harassment, sexual harassment, and sexual assault. It's Probably the first time I've ever given this presentation before. At least like this. And it was very long, excruciating, but it had to be done. And I told everybody, you know, so I do this for like the Navy Reserve, so it's kind of like the training part. I told everybody, you know, we got to take care of each other. We do. That's our family. The doesn't matter if they're women or men. We have a bond. They trust us and we trust them. That's our bond. Our bond is that we as photographers, we get to see a part of them. Most people don't ever get to see. And sometimes that can get pretty, pretty close depending on the type of photo shoot you're doing. Like I said, I do a lot of, I do boudoir, I do swimwear, but boudoir particularly is a very intimate type of shoot. I want to get, I want people to understand this. And so this is why I respect that bond as much as I do. I don't take it lightly because it's kind of like it's a different sort of relationship even though it's sometimes an hour, sometimes two hours, but it's a different kind of relationship. One that I respect and I feel it's extremely important to maintain that relationship. I don't think it's worth just blowing it to say that, oh yeah, man, we, whatever. People might think, it's like, people can think whatever they want. They're fine. Think what you want. But I made, I set the record straight. I mean, not that I gotta prove myself or anything like that, but I'm gonna set it as many times as I need to. You don't think I wanna, you don't, you don't think I want a date? No, that's not the point. It's not my prerogative. And that's a different subject altogether. <laughs> Get out of my personal life. That's a different podcast. But seriously though, that's our family. Anybody, okay, I would say 99.9% percent of people that I've shot with are awesome people 
Some of them not so awesome, but for the most part, I've never had anybody I just hated. Yes, even that annoying model way back when that said I was drunk doing a photo shoot. She's like one of the original Karens. Not even joking. Anyways, my point is, we got to take care of our people, man. It's the people we work with, we, we create with these guys. I mean, it's, it's already enough that we live in this world and it's like, who do you trust? So we try to make that easy or easier, I should say. We try to make it easier. There's some models that, that will never shoot with male photographers unless they know the guy. And do I understand, I get it. Because there's many, not many, but the few photographers that have messed up were males. Hey, I'm not gonna say female photographers don't do wrong, but it's more rare than male photographers that do. Keep that in mind. We're humans. And we can all make mistakes just like anybody else. And so I totally understand when there's a female model that doesn't want to work with a male photographer because she herself may have been hurt, harassed, or worse, assaulted by a male photographer. So don't just assume that everybody's the same. And this is, this is another reason why I have a no-touch policy. Some rules, some rules you need to set for yourself. Like, I'm a male photographer, I'm not going to touch the model unless they give me permission to. Unless you approach them and say, hey, um, could you fix this or something? And if for some reason you have to touch them, then make sure that you have permission to do so. And make sure, for the most part, it's not inappropriate. Like I said, I don't touch models. I don't touch anybody. Not even male. I, actually, I don't touch anybody, period. I'm not a touchy person. That's probably why I don't touch people at all. Well, there are certain circumstances that present themselves, but in a photo shoot, I don't do it. In fact, I go so far as to... I had this model, and she was like, and granted, there are, there are some photo shoots that does require me to touch a model because I have to, like, apply, like, I had one shoot where we were applying gold flakes. That took, like, four hours, by the way. And she couldn't do it, and I was like, well, since it's kind of my vision and we're working together, then I'm going to just, and she was fine, she was okay with it, and we did the gold flakes, which turned out to be a great shoot. But she trusted me to do that. I didn't touch her inappropriately. You know, she was pretty much naked. You know? And you got to have that, that trust, that bond. I don't take it lightly. Other shoot I had, the model, basically I had her apply her own glitter. And she was nude. Again, the model was nude. And... I basically had her apply her own 
glitter. I don't know, I didn't really feel comfortable. I mean, I could have, and I think she even asked. So I may have helped her a little bit, but for the most part, I let her apply most of the stuff because I was like, you know, I don't, I personally, and maybe because, you know, I had a little crush on her, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really feel comfortable. I didn't tell her that. I just, I decided to let her apply it and she did a good job. So I didn't, wasn't complaining about it. So certain, certain situations where I just, I won't, I won't touch them all. She was cool. Like I said, she's a friend of mine, but I don't know. Was I wrong for not doing that? Was I wrong for letting it? It's, it's a case by case basis. We just don't know. And so, but yeah. And then again, I hadn't done many shoots like that where I had to touch, I had to apply something or touch a model because they were nude and couldn't do it themselves. Most of the time, it's something they can do themselves. So I let them do it. Unless they have a, a boyfriend or a spouse or somebody there that can do it for them. I normally won't do it. That's just me. Unless it's really important. Like, obviously, if it's some, somewhere where they can't see and I have to do it, then fine. Like with the gold flakes. I was okay with that. These are our people. We got to take care of them. We got to take care of our models. We got to take care of our crew. We're, we're like family. This is a community. This is a family. We got to take care of these people. They may not all be outstanding citizens or whatever. It doesn't matter. As long as you have that mutual respect, right? Mutual respect goes a long way. Look, guys, thank you for joining me. And I hope this gets through to somebody. I Look, I, I can't control everybody's actions, and I don't want to. But awareness is very important. It's the reason why we created this group in the first place. And like I said, there's others like it. In fact, there's like female-only groups. We just so happen to be a group with both male and females. And we're on the same page when it comes to professionalism, being safe, being a safe place. Because let's face it, those predators are out there. And since I bring that up there, the last podcast I did mention and we talked about professionalism. I give tips on how models should proceed, especially if they're new. Especially if they're new. So look for that. I can't think of what the title is. Uh, at the moment, but I know it's in my list. My full talk chat, <laughs> it, it's in there. Look for that. And like I said, I hope you guys get some, got some insight. Because we're family. We got to take care of each other. Something we see wrong, we got to do something. That's why I walked away from this whole, this collab thing with this organization, with this guy that's freaking harassing one of our models sometimes you gotta do the right 
Well, you should always do the right thing, I should say, not sometimes. But sometimes you got to do something that's not, not really easy to do. Not like I'm getting paid anyway. So if I was getting paid, then it becomes yet another issue of ethics because it's like, how much money does it take for me to stick around? No, the better question is, when is it the right thing to do? And the answer is all the time, 24-7, even when it's difficult. Even if you're getting paid a million dollars, which I know a million dollars is kind of hard to walk away from. I'm not going to lie to you and say, oh, it's easy. I'm just going to say no. It really depends. It depends on the severity. Because the model and myself, we talked about this and we're like, and I told her like, I'm going to do this one last thing. And she was like, okay, that's fine. Because all she really wanted was the exposure. She was okay with actually going ahead with the company, even though it was past, it was beyond my better judgment. Cause I was like, I don't know, man. I just, I'm not feeling it, but Hey, if you really want to here are the photos, I don't really want to be a part of this. Now, if it was something severe, like rape, like, no, hell no. Fuck that. But I mean, if there's just some guy that's wanting to get his dick wet and he's just being annoying little whatever, Maybe. We'll do one more. <laughs> That's about it. But I'm, I'm being serious, though. Like, what's your number? I had a professor in college, and he would do this, kind of like this questionnaire, this trial, just to see, because everybody has a number, right? It's like, the crime was very, like, it wasn't like killing somebody. I actually forgot what it was, but it was a very simple question, but there was various questions around it. It was like, well, how much, you know, would you, what's a good number? What's a number for you to say, okay, well, we'll just, we'll just, you know, look past the crime and say, you know, whatever, you know, what's your number? Do you have a number? But I got to say, and that's not the point of this whole cast, is that professionalism is very important to me. And look, there's people that don't, maybe maybe their profession, maybe their level of professionalism is, you know, it's, it's different. Because I, I try, and before I get make this a longer, actually this was an outro. I'm supposed to be ending this, but I got to say this, sometimes certain friends and fellow photographers, um, will talk shop, uh, talk shop. Well, I guess, is that, a, is that a phrasing talk shop? Meaning what they say is kind of, is inappropriate sometimes. And I've had models bring this to my attention like oh yeah sometimes they say these things and again these are not my words these are their words we're having a little conversation 
usually before or after we got done shooting and that comes up it's not like i ask him like hey was any photographer inappropriate and i just tell him it's like no we were talking we had a conversation and it's must be important if it comes out i'm just saying guys be careful what you say around and i i would go even further as to not even say it at all if it if it's anything sexual in nature and i'm i'm usually not the type of guy that talks out these things about models like say oh yeah i want to bang them out like no i don't talk about this sort of thing i really don't even if i wanted to i don't i keep it to myself <laughs> you know and like i said yeah i've shot with many models many very attractive models many who i would consider asking them out to coffee but never have and not for that reason like i said there's a whole nother podcast right there so stay tuned for that no but yeah everyone's different but we gotta take care of our own right and so i'll continue doing that i'll continue spreading this awareness and yeah thanks for coming safe shoes safe stay creative keep on doing your thing just do it professionally that's all i ask cheers everybody so i gotta give a bonus segment tell you a little bit about myself well some people don't know and i have to explain it have to spell it out I'm not perfect. I don't think I always make the best decisions. However, I do my best. And the reasoning being is because a lot of people depend on that. Not just me, but the people I shoot with. They depend on me to be professional. There's that trust. So, whether you're a model or a fellow photographer, makeup artist, and for some reason, you know, I, I'm just, I'm having one of those days, I forget where I am, and I say something inappropriate, and you're uncomfortable with that, please take me aside, be like, hey, 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 Michelle, can we chat a little bit? And I'll be like, I'll be totally open with that. Because I always, I always, I used to make this a point. And maybe I need to start doing it again and just make it a point where this is a safe, this is a safe space. You know, this is our, this is our bubble. This is where we are. This is what we're doing. And if there's anything, anything that's wrong, you feel that something's off you feel uncomfortable for any reason, please, we'll take a time out. We will stop. I put the camera down. Let's chat. And that, my friends, is a healthy relationship, communication, talking, because it's a safe space, right? And so as photographers, we should offer that 
safe space. And even if we're not the problem, like say there is an inappropriate person that's close by, they might be hovering. I've had a couple times we've had that issue. And I'd ask the model, like, hey, are you okay? We can move, we can go somewhere else because this guy is being creepy, being a creeper. And so if that's an issue, time out. If it's severe enough, we'll stop altogether. We'll just, we'll pack it up, go home if we need to. But that, that should always be on the table. Don't, if, if, if you're a model and you don't feel like you can do that, perhaps you should find somebody else to shoot with. I don't care how good they are. Because again, those photographers that I spoke of, their work is awesome. Their ethics, well, that's something entirely different. Stay, stay safe, fam. I know. It sounds like I'm tired. I just walked up a hill. <laughs> no, for real. Stay safe and cheers, everybody.